Good day, listeners. Welcome to episode 52 of You Got This. It's our first episode of July 2022, dropping on Sunday, July 3rd. But depending on when you tune in, I'll go ahead and wish everyone a happy 4th. I hope everyone's doing well out there. If you're new, I appreciate having you here. And if you're a returning listener, I'm happy to have you back. Just to make sure everyone's up to speed, You Got This slash UGT is a podcast where we explore authentic living, seeing things from a higher perspective, and how to balance taking care of yourself in the world around you. The U stands for universe or universal consciousness. And of course, it's a play on the word you with a Y. But you have permission to make the you whatever you want it to be. I'm your host, Asia Smith, and I'm a leadership educator, life coach, and intuitive healer. That's not a replacement for therapy. On the podcast, we keep it real and we keep it light. It's for entertainment purposes only. So if you need it, please do what you got to do to keep yourself well, because it matters to me and it matters to the folks around you too. Okay, so (laughs) love starting off the new month with a holiday weekend. Uh, It's the first episode of July, as I mentioned. We know it's the seventh month of the calendar year, depending on the calendar that you follow. Uh, We're on episode 52, five plus two is seven. Returning listeners know I'm into numerology and all that jazz, so I'm digging how things are aligning so far. Uh, Returning listeners, depending on how far back you've been listening, y'all know that I'll be spending some time in Ghana this month for my homegirl's wedding. I'm a bridesmaid. I'm actually heading out in two weeks. Um, And I've also mentioned that I'm a July baby. Uh, My birthday is actually 10 days from the date this episode drops. It's coming up on July 13th. Oof, returning listeners also know how I feel about the number 11. (laughs) And my birthday, uh, 713, uh, happens to add up to 11. Fun fact. (laughs) Um, And returning listeners also know I'm a fan of Stranger Things. Uh, 11 is significant there. Won't give any spoilers uh, for anyone who hasn't watched. Uh, Volume two of the fourth season came out uh, on July 1st. So yeah. I'm just sharing all that to say in the midst of all the craziness happening in the world right now, um, definitely been feeling the feelings, but also been doing some healthy self-care and recalibration. And that's going to look different for everybody. So I'm going to just put out there, you know, some encouragement to uh, take care of yourself, you know, uh, the way that feels best for you. Hopefully folks are able to do a little bit of that over this holiday weekend. Again, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe you spend time with self uh, or loved ones, get some rest, maybe hit up a good cookout, depending on the weather. (laughs) Choose your own adventure. Um, Yeah, it's summertime, depending on where you're located. So enjoy it. Um, This pre-July 4th holiday episode, (laughs) it's all about finding that spark or perhaps getting it back. And what I mean by that is the thing that lights you up and gives you a sense of having a steady foundation. More importantly, your own foundation, you know, feeling Beyonce, feeling her new song, Break My Soul, your own foundation, whatever that looks like. 
More specifically, this is about how we can narrow that down, define it, and put it into action through something as simple yet complex as creating our own PVS or personal vision statement. You're going to be hearing a really quick talk. It's just an excerpt that's a few minutes from business coach and consultant Phil Anthony M. For the sake of your time and energy, and since it's a holiday weekend, there's actually more to the talk, but I removed the fluff. (laughs) Just got to the juicy stuff. Uh, So this talk is about why it's a great time, never too early and never too late for all of us to create a PBS, which to break it down a little bit further, it's just a few words that offer clarity, purpose, and direction to our everyday life. In this talk, Phil walks us through a few simple steps on how to implement our PVS and then use it as our life's GPS. Um, yeah, it, it's really how to use what inspires our two G's, which, you know, growing and giving and having that be a checkpoint to reach our two P's, which is passion and purpose, which authentic living you know, that looks different for everyone. And I think something that's really cool uh, about Phil in this talk is that he acknowledges mission is something that doesn't always have to be so grandiose. (laughs) If it is, that's cool. But that can put a lot of pressure on folks who aren't looking for that in terms of joy and fulfillment. And there's permission to do it in a different way. So he acknowledges that. Uh, We can have micro missions or multiple things that spark that light or that fulfillment within us. And that's something that resonates for me quite a lot. Uh, I enjoy being tapped into multiple passions just because of how my brain works. (laughs) I'm neurodiverse. And so there are certain ways that I like to organize my time and how my energy flows. Um, Yeah, I mentioned at some point in the last episode when it comes to personal or professional growth, development, whatever you want to call it, tomato, tomato. (laughs) It doesn't matter if you do it alone or with help or with resources as long as you're doing it and you're using the gifts that you have to make yourself and the world around you better. We all got to uplift each other and everything counts. Yeah. So on that note, let's dive in. Go ahead and get comfy, sit back, relax and enjoy. Also, if you'd like, be sure to stay tuned for the energy reading after the sponsor message. Be safe and stay well. Hi guys, my name's Phil, and today I'm going to show you how to create your personal vision statement, your PVS. It's kind of like your life's GPS. When you know this, you can be sure that you'll be heading in the right direction for more passion, purpose, fulfillment, success, energy, all the good stuff. So right now, take a seat. Buckle up, because we're going to go fast. We're going to go on a juicy, delicious ride. Here we go. Number one, you explore your story. You explore your life. What in your life has worked for you? What do you enjoy? What puts you in flow? What gets you in the groove? What do you do that time stands by because you're in love with it? Think about that. Write it down. The second thing, think about what you love learning, what you like studying, what you like growing. Think about that. It might be a subject, a skill, something creative. And then think, what can you give? What can you share? What can you contribute from all of that? 
What's your one big lesson that uniquely qualifies you to share with the world? Have a think about all those things. You answer the three questions. What is your name? My name is fill in the blank. Who could you help? I could help fill in the blank. And what do you want them to feel? I could help them feel fill in the blank. You'll have 10 words, 12 at max, that can steer you every day to have more fun, enjoyment, fulfillment throughout your life on a daily basis. You don't need big micro, big missions. You can just have micro missions. See, if you've ever watched the film Forrest Gump, it's one of my favorites, Tom Hanks didn't do anything extraordinary in all those little stories. No, they're quite normal. But what happened when he put them all together, all the experiences, all the conversations, all the stories, he created an epic life. And that right there was a blockbuster. That won Oscars and everything. So if you want to change your life and those around you, Remember that in your life, you are the producer, the director, the actor, the cameraman, the makeup. You are everything. And you decide how it ends. You need to create an epic ending. Easy, right? So guys, that right there is how you put a spring in your step. How you walk through life with more energy, purpose, passion, fulfillment, all of the good stuff. And that right there is how you get your mojo back. My name's Phil, and I help people realize just how much easier and better things can be. Thank you. This podcast is sponsored by Authentic Service Group, an organization empowering young adults to explore their potential and achieve success genuinely through virtual life and leadership coaching, community engagement, and networking events for emerging leaders in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area and beyond. For more information, visit AuthenticServiceGroup.org. No matter what life throws your way, you got this. Hey there. Welcome to the energy reading for episode 52. Super grateful to have you here. Gentle reminder if this isn't your first time and a heads up if it is. These are general collective readings rather than being one-on-one, so it's possible what comes through may not apply to you, and that's okay. That just means the guidance in this particular reading might be messages that someone else out there needs to hear, and maybe the next one will be for you. You have permission to take what resonates from this reading and leave what doesn't. Before we get started, let's all just take a deep breath. Alrighty, energy is all good in my hood. If you need a minute to get everything feeling good on your side of town, feel free to pause and do what you got to do and come back when you're ready. I was considering using seven decks since we're on episode 52 and five plus two is seven. It's the first episode of the seventh month, but then I remembered it's a holiday weekend and this episode is dropping on the third. So without giving any spoilers, 
if you really pay attention, three was also a pretty significant number in the final episode of Stranger Things. So anyway, in an effort to breeze through this and also geeking out a little bit, instead of seven decks, I'll be using three for this reading. I've already blessed and shuffled the decks. So just a quick shout out to the artists before we get started. We've got the Universal Weight Tarot by A.E. Weight and Pamela Coleman-Smith. The Angels and Ancestors Oracle by Kyle Gray. And last, but certainly not least, the Stargazer Edition Playing Cards by Bicycle. Just for a little spark <laughs> to tie it in with the theme of the episode, the fireworks, a little July 4th flair. All right, folks, let's see what's in the cards for us today. Hey, <laughs> I'm going to breeze through this for the holiday weekend. Um, yeah, since I'm just using three card decks instead of going with seven and all that, <laughs> uh, as far as setting an intention for this reading and how many cards I'd like, I'm open to however many come out from each of these decks. Um, I'm going to kick us off with the Universal Tarot, then get into uh, the playing cards, the Stargazer playing cards, and uh, close us out with Oracle. So we can all get what we, okay, uh, get what we need and uh, call it a day. Uh, one card came out from the Universal Tarot, and it is, ooh, it's the Four of Swords. Okay, that's cool. Uh, that's actually really cool to start. Because, <laughs> yeah, returning listeners, um, if, uh, if you listen to the last reading, uh, the, the Four of Swords was a card um, in that reading as well. So, yeah. Um, and, and what I will say is, whether you're new or returning listener tuning in, as far as how readings resonate for folks. Um, for some folks it's, it's timeless or it doesn't really matter when you tune into it. The message, if it's supposed to resonate is going to resonate for other folks. They do like connecting one reading to the other. And so for me in particular, that's also why this stands out just in case for anybody tuning in, this really resonates for you. Like this four of swords energy and the fact that it was a card in the last reading and then it presents itself as the very first card in this one. Um, and so, yeah, refresher for returners in case it's helpful. But if you're new, the Four of Swords, it does represent some sorts of mental stability, if you will. And for numerology, that itself represents stability, foundation, balance, um, could have to do with with you know building something as it relates to that you know foundation piece yeah um this could also represent some sort of peace especially as it relates to our mental uh swords that's air energy that's thoughts mindset communication and so uh, with, with this card coming out first what this is you know kind of indicating as far as you or whoever you're thinking about Perhaps you're focusing quite a lot on feeling like you are mentally <laughs> balanced or as it relates to 
communication as well. Maybe there's something going on in your life where you're being very thoughtful about how you are communicating, um, which is great. Uh, and, and this could also represent in, in terms of four of swords and kind of that balance, um, really feeling stable and steady mentally. Uh, this could also represent in some sort of way, like peace and quiet. Because <laughs> what uh, the artwork shows on this card from the Universal Tarot, it's it, it, it looks to be a, a gentleman, but it's a, it's a statue. Um, and with the four swords, there's three swords that are floating atop while this statue is kind of laying there and in, in with prayer hands, you know, almost in this meditative state. And then one out of the four swords, since three are floating atop, one is beneath this statue. And what I get <laughs> from this, it's almost as if to say like, as for you or whoever you're thinking about, there's an energy or a sense of kind of like chilling a little bit, <laughs> like you're feeling all right, you're feeling good. And, and this could potentially be happening while there's a whole lot going on around you, which kind of applies to all of us right now <laughs> with the current state of the world. Yeah, but it, it's kind of like with everything that's floating around this, this statue, you know, that's here, that's just like solid, steady. Uh, and for folks who are new, as far as me mentioning gender, you know, this gentleman here, it could be male, female, non-binary. And I also want to put out there with male, female in terms of gender, that includes trans, okay? And so to be inclusive as far as how these readings resonate, I mentioned the gender just for the integrity of what's on the card because you can only hear me. Um, but take it how it resonates for you. Uh, gender might apply or it might not. And in general, um, feel free to take what resonates, leave what doesn't, take the reading how it resonates. If you're picking up something different from what I'm putting down, that's totally cool. Um, Okay, had to do that little spiel, <laughs> which I do for every reading. And so now that I'm good with that, uh, back to the Four of Swords. Yeah, this, the Four of Swords from the Universal Tarot is, it's different from the Four of Swords that came out in the last reading from the Sun and Moon um, Tarot, I believe. Though No, it was from the Wild Unknown uh, Pocket Tarot. Yeah, uh, with the Four of Swords. The, the artwork is different, but it kind of represents the same thing. And so again, with the Universal Tarot, with this statue, with the prayer hands, just kind of like laying down and seeing these three swords here, but then there's this one sword. It's almost like, it's almost, I don't know. It could be that you or whoever you're thinking about, it's almost like, you know, something <laughs> maybe it resonates in that way as well, where there's like a lot going on, but the reason why like you're chilling, like you're remaining calm, you know, this represents steadiness, balance, calm. It, it's almost like this one sword that this statue has kind of, you know, laying beneath. It's like it, that there's something that, you know, and that's why you are able to remain calm. Like, like that's how I'm taking this. And as far as how it resonates, it, like I mentioned, it could be just with everything going on with the state of the world, but maybe it resonates for you or whoever you're thinking about, maybe personally, professionally, what have you. Maybe there is a, you know, kind of a lot, <laughs> like a lot of swirl. Uh, and, and it could be in any context, could be family, friends, work, romantic, um, but again, with having the four of swords, I mean, this is a, a pretty good place to start. This indicates strength in particular from that thoughts, mindset and communication um, perspective. 
And I know I mentioned thoughtful communication as well. I, for some reason, I'm feeling called to like bring this up again a little bit uh, be, because another way <laughs> that the four of swords is sometimes interpreted in tarot just with uh, just with this kind of vibe and energy of uh, of kind of like chilling. It's almost like you're recharging and preparing for like a much larger battle, <laughs> which hopefully that's not the case. But but in some ways, four of swords could represent almost like mentally preparing for something so that you can stay calm, you know, whenever something happens and, you know, and that and that's just life. And so it could resonate in this way as well. Um but in general, though, I mean, you know, I'm kind of thinking through it just to see if there's anything else that I'm kind of getting just from looking at the artwork on this card. But I think that's pretty clear. Uh, yeah. And, and that's and actually, you know, thinking about that with the last reading for returning listeners, something that I think really resonated for me with the cards and like what it added up to the picture it painted for me. It it it, it almost it, it kind of show the progression of, of getting to a place of clarity. Uh, and, and so, yeah, like just with this feeling so clear <laughs> and also just getting one card coming out, um, you know, that I, that means that it's a very specific uh, sort of message. And so, yeah, again, calm, thoughtful communication, mental clarity. That's not bad. <laughs> That's not bad at all. Um, and we'll see if I'm on the right track with that, with um, the uh, Stargazer cards. If you are, if you're new, uh, it's actually been a little while since I've used these cards in a UGT reading. Um, <laughs> yeah, these were a gift uh, from, from my partner. And so these are absolutely close to my heart. Uh, really cool energy on these cards. And I love uh, the artwork and just kind of the universal theme to it. Um, there are actually quite a lot uh, of tarot readers who like using traditional playing cards for readings. And it does add a pretty cool element. Um, the the four, you know, suits, element suites, whatever you want to call it. I, I mean, those are kind of like, and I'll actually pause shuffling for a little bit in case it's helpful to bring new folks up to speed. Refresher for returners about how these cards kind of tie in. Um, with the tarot, but uh, as far as like the the elements or the suits that are in traditional playing cards with uh, with clubs, that's like wands uh, in tarot, and wands is fire energy. That's passion, energy itself, and motivation. Clubs in traditional playing cards represent, uh, you know, kind kind of like the working class. Um, if you will, uh, but it could also represent like achievement through work. And so if we're thinking about those wands and kind of that fired up energy and that motivation and, and putting it into action, you know, that's the clubs. Um, diamonds represents pentacles uh, in tarot and pentacles is earth energy. So that has to do with kind of like our physical reality, could have to do with work, assets, um, abundance, wealth, and just however it resonates as far as like those pentacles and what that means to you. And, and so then when it comes down to, you know, the cards and just taking it all the way back in the day and how the symbols represented kind of different levels of society with the diamonds or the pentacles in tarot, that that's kind of like, you know, the the merchant class, middle to upper class, that's where the wealth starts getting created. So again, that pentacles energy. Um, hearts, that's cups. So that's water energy of emotions and relationships. Um, 
it's interesting because with hearts that, you know, typically represented kind of like the clergy, um, which of course, if you're kind of thinking about, you know, tying it into just identifying like passion, purpose, what fulfills you, emotions, all of that, that, you know, that's where it comes from with the hearts and the cups. Um, and again, you know, that's water energy. Um, so navigating relationships. Yeah. Uh, which makes sense with the hearts. And then uh, there's their spades. And so that's swords. Uh, you know, you can consider that kind of like, you know, the like, like the military, you know, kind of like the, the warriors. Um, yeah. And we already know from the four swords, that's that's thoughts, mindset, communication um, in tarot. But yeah, typically with, you know, the swords that did kind of represent a little bit more of the, the nobility, but then also, uh, you know, what folks could call like the warrior class or, or like the military. You know what I mean? Um, all right. Just just wanted to share. OK, let me get back to shuffling. <laughs> Let's see what we get um, from these stargazer uh, cards. Okay, let me figure out what I'm going to say, because I I was considering if I wanted to talk about like cards being in reverse and and whatnot. But I just changed my mind on that (laughs) because I don't want to confuse anybody who's new. And with this first card, it's upright. So in the spirit of clarity and and I think also tied it into the talk of of just keeping things kind of concise and and going in the direction. you know, that, you, that you're led to just kind of based on your own intuition. <laughs> I'm going to follow mine here and just keep it, keep it clear. Um, I'm not going to go into those details, but for anyone who's new, tune in <laughs> for your future reading and I guarantee you, you will get it. <laughs> so let's just see what we get from these cards. There we go. Oh, just one card. Okay. And so uh, from the Stargazer playing cards, we have... The eight of, uh, sorry, clubs. <laughs> I haven't used these in a while. And so I'm like, hold up. <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> okay, cool. And, and so, oh, actually I looked at this wrong. These are, this is hearts. <laughs> so we, we have the eight of hearts. Um, okay. And so with the eight of hearts, we we could actually equate that to the eight of cups in tarot. Um, I think the interesting thing here with having the eight of hearts and, and I think also really having, uh, oh, shoot, actually, this is not good Lord. I... <laughs> Let me reshuffle. I'm actually going to redo that. Oof. Okay. If you are new this show is totally about being perfectly imperfect, being authentic. I totally had a like kind of a, a slip up there as far as reading the card wrong. But I will, for the integrity of the integrity of the reading, share what eight of cups meant. But that it actually wasn't hearts. I was looking at the card wrong. <laughs> but eight of of hearts, if it was hearts, um, if we got eight of cups in uh, tarot that it, again, it's water energy of emotions and relationships, depending on the tarot reader and and the artwork on the card, it typically does represent either, uh, emotional overwhelm if the card is upright, or if it's in reverse, that means that there's some sort of resistance to that or, or, or you dodged it. And so, I, I mean, that almost makes me, um, actually kind of think back to just a couple minutes ago where I stumbled a little bit. (laughs) If you're new, sometimes that'll happen. Um, 
but what, what happened before was me thinking through, do I want to, you know, go into the detail of whether, uh, like, if a card is in reverse or not, especially with this first card of, like, you know, the just the feeling of clarity from the Four of Swords. I don't know. Maybe the fact, because I'm super tuned in to everything that happens during a reading. And so maybe the fact that, um, like, all of this <laughs> just happened. I mean, I could edit it out, but I'm going to keep it in there. Um, I, I think the fact that this happened, um, and I think probably why it's good for folks to hear this happening, because for energy readings, I don't edit things uh, in, in that portion of the episode. Perhaps it's something that you or whoever you're thinking about can relate to, <laughs> Where maybe for you, you know, or whoever you're thinking about, maybe you are navigating something that requires this four of swords energy of clarity and calm, because if you don't, <laughs> then an eight of cups situation could potentially happen. But with, with the card that I thought was the eight of cups that came out, the interesting thing with the playing cards, you know, for folks who are familiar with these, with these cards where like, this is what we use for spades, go fish, solitaire, all the things <laughs> that you can't have the cards in reverse or upright with this. So you just kind of got to take the message how it is, like how it resonates for you. Um, but if it's in tarot, it's different. Like if it's in reverse, it means whatever like that card means when it's facing up right, it, there's resistance to that. Or like I mentioned, maybe you dodged it. So, so perhaps, you know, what's happening for you or whoever you're thinking about, maybe there is a little bit of, a little bit of confusion, a little bit of swirl with, with something. And as I mentioned before, it could be family, friends, work, romantic. So maybe this four of swords is a loving, non-judgmental message from spirit of like, you know, basically just kind of focus your thoughts, get clear, um, keep yourself calm. Because, <laughs> yeah, Eight of Cups, you know, when it is upright, uh, it, it does typically represent emotional overwhelm. But if it's in reverse and there's the indication that you dodged, <laughs> whatever it was, you know, if we're thinking about like water energy of emotions and relationships, it could be potentially like a trigger, you know, Um like if it was a reverse, then that means that that's not what's happening, but the potential for that is there. So maybe there is something delicate happening for you or whoever you're thinking about where kind of kind of depended on <laughs> which direction you take your thoughts in. It, it, it could potentially take you to a place that feels a little bit overwhelming. Um, <laughs> this is feeling like Stranger Things a little bit, which I already geeked out about a little bit earlier in the episode, but Mm, uh, okay. And, and yeah, I felt called to like pause and kind of talk through that. I think even for myself <laughs> to give myself a little bit more clarity with what's going on <laughs> in this reading. But yeah, it may, maybe all that resonates. Um, something else I'll put out there. I think, you know, with the fact that it's taken a little bit for the message to come out from these cards. I mean, one factor is that it's been a little while, um, <laughs> since I've, I've used these for a reading, so I'm considering that, but uh, we could also take this as a loving, non-judgmental message from spirit that whatever card does come out with this next attempt, which <laughs> that's life, right? Like sometimes you, if at first you don't succeed, dust yourself off, try again in whatever context, but have healthy boundaries <laughs> and make sure to take care of yourself. Right. So, um, and so, yeah, this could potentially be a message, whatever comes out this time, this next go round <laughs> where maybe it does require a little bit more patience or it might be something where it's kind of been, ooh, 
Oh, there we go. It's kind of been right there in front of you. <laughs> oh, and an okay, another one. <laughs> but it might be a message that's been, you know, a little bit, you know, hard to hear, hard to receive. Um, okay, cool. So we have, uh, we've got two cards now uh, <laughs> from the Stargazer cards. And so we have the three of hearts uh, and, and we have the nine of clubs. Um, Okay, and, and I am still keeping in mind uh, uh, that eight of, of hearts, um, the eight of hearts slash eight of cups, the one that was like there, I read it wrong. And then it's like, oh, like, let me just actually try again <laughs> for the integrity of the reading. Like, like maybe all that kind of resonates for you in, in some kind of way, it, you know, related to some sort of situation that you or whoever you're thinking about might be experiencing. But with having the three of hearts here, that, that would be three of cups. And so, yeah, I, I mean, three of cups that, that typically does represent kind of like good harvest. Um, so, I mean, so that's good, <laughs> but again, there's no such thing as upright or reverse here. And so honestly, if this was the, another way, depending on how it resonates for you, the three of cups in reverse, that could mean kind of the opposite of that, where you or whoever you're thinking about, you feel like things aren't in synergy, but depending on perspective, which I think it is actually a really special thing about these particular cards, it it really is all about perspective. And so, yeah, I, maybe whatever's going on, it, it could go in any direction, kind of like Stranger Things <laughs> without giving, you know, without giving the plot away. Um, it, it, like depending on where you take your thoughts, mindset, communication, that, that really does make a difference. And so, yeah, because with the three of cups, when it's upright, that means good harvest, things things really are flowing. Uh, three in numerology, that has to do with creativity, self-expression, it also has to do with communication and kind of like connection. If you're thinking about like, like the triangle, the three points really all coming together, you know, that trifecta, uh, if you will. And so that energy is absolutely here Maybe if we're looking at the four of swords <laughs> and, and, you know, kind of that calm meditative state that's here. I mean, this could also paint the picture for us, for you or whoever you're thinking about kind of like what's on your mind <laughs> as you're kind of having, you know, that deep thought. It's kind of like this three of cups. Like, what does that mean for you if it's upright or reverse? And then also, you know, with this nine of, of clubs, uh, which is wands, that's passion, energy, motivation, uh, nine in numerology. Uh, like if we think about 10, that typically represents reaching a goal or the end of a cycle or completion. And so uh, nine's not bad. <laughs> that means that you're almost there. And typically in tarot, nine is very positive when this comes out, you know, as far as the elements. Um, but there's also the perspective, depending on how this resonates for you, where it's like, ooh, like, I'm almost at that 10, you know, like what, what's that final step or, or perhaps, you know, multiple steps, or if we're thinking about the talk, maybe like micro steps, kind of like micro missions, like, like what'll it take to really feel like you've made it, it kind of reach that goal or gotten to that 10. But at least in the meantime, you can kind of enjoy the fruits of the labor where you're at while you're still, you know, sort of going and growing. So maybe it resonates in that way that, that that's what you're thinking about you like you or whoever you're thinking about, like in this four of swords energy, like that's what's on your mind. That's what you're being thoughtful about. Um, okay. 
and we could also, you know, kind of take this as as far as like three of cups and kind of like that trifecta and like things are flowing and we're thinking about creativity, self-expression. And then this this nine of clubs with, or, you know, nine of wands. Um, and again, with three of cups, that's like three hearts. I probably said that so many times. Get used to it. <laughs> if you're new, it's one of my quirks. I, I tend to repeat myself. And so. Yeah, maybe there is something that has to do with what you're passionate about and and the impact that it has on your emotions. And that's something that either maybe you're trying to like stay calm through, like you're avoiding whatever triggers could be causing like an eight of cups <laughs> sort of situation. But it's like like you dodged it, you know, for folks who tuned into the last reading, kind of like that strength and resilience. And I think also wisdom. Um, I mean, that seems to be tying in here too. It's like the last reading, it had to do with kind of like a situation or a trigger. And, and it was a three of swords where you, or perhaps different perspectives where that could cause conflict. Uh, like where you or whoever you're thinking about, you were able to either dodge it or overcome that. And so with this, it's like, since you were able to overcome that potential you know, that potential kind of trigger, what have you, take it how it resonates, that could really slow you down or set you back. It, instead, it provided clarity. <laughs> yeah, the, I think so far this reading, it does indicate a, a level of clarity or perhaps this is something, something that you're working on. And if none of this resonates, maybe this is a loving, non-judgmental message from spirit. Also, I think pretty practical. Maybe it, it's something to consider kind of thinking about. Like if, it, like if you think about this episode and like PVS and, and your GPS, <laughs> uh, all the things. And, and if you're just like, yeah, no, like, like, I, don't, I can't even get started with this, um, but then that could just be an indicator that that's something to consider and really focus on in order to really feel fulfilled and aligned and take the simple steps to get there. It, it's like I mentioned uh, in, in the episode intro, it doesn't have to be a grandiose thing. If it is great, but just know you don't have to put the pressure on yourself to do that as long as you are evolving, developing, improving, and helping the world around you. Everything adds up and that's what matters. Like, let everybody do what they gotta do. <laughs> Focus on your own thing and everyone collectively, you know, we all contribute to the paradigm shift out of uh, just everything. <laughs> everything happening in the world right now, yeah. Um, and as I mentioned before, like this could also indicate like in the midst of all the swirl and things going on, you or whoever you're thinking about, maybe you're doing a really great job of, of staying, you know, steady, stable. And if that doesn't resonate, maybe that is something to focus on, like your like your own self and your own mental health so that the world around you can be OK, you know, with you being in it. So maybe you do that yourself or you get help, but just make sure to prioritize that. Um Okay, cool. So last but not least, I'm going to go with some final messages from spirit or, or perhaps message if there's just one card. Uh, so we'll see what we get and then call it a day for this July 4th holiday episode dropping on the third. <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, got just one card and, and I think I'll take that because we're already almost at 30 minutes with this reading. Okay, uh, ooh, okay. So the card that we got is warrior, be, be fearless and stand strong. Um, 
Okay. I think that kind of ties in well with uh, with the Four of Swords. It does indicate calm, but it it's also about mental strength. Um, hmm. For for you or whoever you're thinking about, I think with this final message of warrior, be fearless and stand strong. If I'm thinking about these stargazer cards, these traditional playing cards and what I mentioned before about like it really does depend on perception and perspective, how you take these cards, because you can't really have them upright or reverse. You know, it, it really is all about how how this lands, <laughs> how this resonates for you. And so. I, I feel like this actually kind of paints the picture a little bit about just the possibilities of where our minds and our emotions can go and why it is important to take care of your mental health (laughs) in general. And that comes up quite a lot uh, in energy readings here on, on UGT, because what I, you know, really focus on and and zero in on in my readings, these are personal professional development readings, you know, And, and mental health is a huge part of that. Um, and I do feel like with the four of swords from that thoughts, mindset, communication perspective of being fearless and stand strong, maybe there is something if I'm looking at the three of hearts, nine of clubs, something that does have to do with passion, energy, motivation, as well as um, emotions and relationships where like maybe you do have to advocate, set healthy boundaries like the, this is all these are all things that you use your discernment for, you know, kind of throughout your life journey. But I think with being fearless and standing strong, we could also tie this into the talk as far as your personal vision statement and whatnot, because I think the other thing to kind of consider, especially with this nine of clubs slash nine of wands, I mean, the interesting thing in tarot is actually 10 of wands is not that great. <laughs> 10 of wands indicates burden. But again, with, you know, with these playing cards, if we hypothetically got that card, there's no thing it's upright or reverse. So it's all about how you take it. But I do feel like with be fearless and stand strong, it's almost like it, you know, kind of it's protecting what you're working on, but not in a way where you're not, you know, letting others in or being open to possibilities. But I think having, I think having healthy boundaries and some sort of structure for yourself, like a personal vision statement, if we want to tie it into the episode where you do have that sense of direction and structure. So it so it's not so easy to kind of be, quote unquote, programmed, if you will, into making decisions that that actually don't resonate with you or or serve your highest good. Um yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This show's all about authentic living. Authenticity looks different for everyone. And so I, I think for me, you know, for some reason with this final card, be fearless and stand strong. This reading and, and, and even the parts where I've messed up a little bit, I'm just just being human, you know, it I mean, that could all, you know, sort of culminate into. I think just a little bit of kind of a kind of a narrative of going through the different stages of life, (laughs) learning along the way, like this four of swords could be about like, even, you know, kind of thinking about all the lessons learned. Yeah. Um, and with being fearless and standing strong, it's almost like, you know, like just, just being proud of, of, of who you are and, and what you're doing. Because again, with this three of hearts or three of cups, this does represent some sort of abundance and things flowing like that trifecta. 
maybe with this warrior, be fearless and stand strong. Like you or whoever you're thinking about, you're in that energy where like you, you do want to protect that simply because you don't want, you don't want it to be tainted. Like you want to continue to nurture it. So it can, whatever you're doing continues to grow, especially from that emotions and relationships perspective. And then with the nine of wands, it's like I mentioned before, like it's almost at that 10. If it's in tarot, you might not want to get to that 10, but in general, with being at the nine, that's I, that that's a good place to be. That's a good flow. Um, yeah, th- three squared is nine. So I think that's pretty cool, too. Actually, I just yeah, just thinking about that and noticing that and thinking about the numbers. So I, I do feel like there's kind of like, you know, that reinforcement um, of having a, a steady and stable foundation, especially mentally, <laughs> whether it's on your own or with help. Um, it be, because I think that does, it, I, it really does kind of set the tone <laughs> and also the direction for, for wherever we go. And also tying it into the talk, the only way that we can even craft <laughs> a personal vision statement or think of one is by having some sort of, of clarity. Um, yeah, and I think the final thing I'll say about that is just really interesting looking at Four of Swords, um, Nine of Wands, Three of Cups, slash Nine of Clubs, Three uh, of Hearts, and then this warrior be fearless and stand strong. <laughs> In some kind of way, this does kind of, this could potentially, it's a little bit of a stretch, but this could potentially like actually sort of illustrate the process of thinking through, you know, that personal vision statement. And then once you have it really, really being strong in, in that, you know, and following that passion and that purpose and understanding that there's going to be a lot of things kind of happening externally and, and being mindful and intentional and thoughtful. And, Ooh, and I don't know if y'all hear my dogs, (laughs) but okay. So I'm gonna pay attention to that. Maybe for somebody out there, that's a message to hear. So yeah, whatever it is that that's, that's that spark, you know, that lights you up. What is that thing where regardless of any fear, like you're like, you're going to keep going anyway, because all of us are going to have kind of opposing, (laughs) you know, that's just life. And along with that, we're also going to have, you know, support here and there along the way. And I think it's important to acknowledge the full spectrum. And I, and with this warrior energy of be fearless and stand strong, it's almost like, like just stay steady, you know, like this four of swords throughout all of that. Um, Do what you got to do to, to remain steady. Um, or set healthy boundaries, advocate, you know, it, 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 yeah, t- take this how it resonates. Because if I'm thinking about the state of the world right now, this warrior, be fearless and stand strong. This could actually be a loving, non-judgmental, empowering message from spirit for all of us. Like, uh, just got to put the BS aside and... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you know, bigger picture, higher perspective. Um, there's there's a lot of good that's going on in the world, but there's also a lot of people suffering. So so like, what can we all do to take care of ourselves <laughs> and, and also take care of the world around us? Yeah. Um, something I say all the time, returning listeners always hear me say it. And I'm going to keep saying it because <laughs> for me, it never gets old, you know? So 
Anywho, <laughs> I'm going to stop here and close out uh, because I've been rambling on, but I felt called to do it. <laughs> so uh, go with the flow and hopefully for y'all tuning in, even with uh, some of the hiccups you were able to to, to follow uh, the reading. And I hope this was helpful um, for whoever needed to hear it. Um, yeah, if none of this resonated for you, that's quite all right. Just means this reading wasn't for you and that's okay. <laughs> Perhaps it uh, gave you some guidance into what somebody that you know is experiencing. Um, yeah, just wanna say thanks <laughs> for folks tuning in. Uh, just appreciate you letting me be human uh, and uh, I, I'm just happy to, to be doing this, um, and helping even just a few folks out there. So I, I'm feeling <laughs> sentimental, uh, with this July episode, I think it's just because of, you know, I mentioned in the intro, just some of the things that I've got coming up, um, also birthday coming up, uh, and yeah, and, and also, um, Oh, wow. I just thought of it just uh, uh, about a year <laughs> of, of doing uh, this podcast. I'm going to have to next episode mention something about it. But um, I think that's another thing, too. Like th this was something that I was actually quite terrified to um, to even get started. And so I think this has just been a good kind of momentum builder. It's gotten great feedback as far as being helpful, being relatable, um, keeping it real, but also doing the woo woo. So I am excited to continue to do this, uh, you know, try some new things. I, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, yeah, I, I hope everyone has a great week and beyond. I hope fo folks in the States uh, who are celebrating enjoy the July 4th holiday. Uh, and just know, no matter what you got going on, you got this. Talk soon.